Hey, Kay, it's Logan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy it's hump day because the week is almost over. Okay, exactly. Two more days, girl. Two <laughs> yeah, more days. <laughs> counting down. So today um, we have Kay. She is a food blogger. And what did you go to school for? You do marketing, right? Um, yes. Yeah, so I went to school for communication originally. Um, so I, I had a broadcasting and journalism track. Um, but I actually took a few marketing classes, ended up loving marketing. Okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about um, what year you started your food blog and kind of what inspired you to get started with your food blog. Okay, um, so I started my food blog back in 2020 um, when COVID happened. I was honestly just very bored um, and my friends were always telling me like, you're always cooking. You know, you need to maybe start a food page um, mm-hmm. to showcase, you know, different recipes and things that you create. And I'm like, uh, what? You know, like on Instagram. So I uh, started my blog uh, because my grandmother passed away in 2020 as well. Um, mm-hmm. And she was a really, really big piece in my life when it came to cooking and creating new dishes. Um, so I was at one of my friend's house and I decided to take a picture of breakfast that we made and I created a page and uh, I said I'm gonna just call it Eats with K and I posted uh, a, my first meal on there and I started getting a little bit of attention from it um, and then I started posting you know different recipes that I made and just simple dinners that I you know would create throughout you know different days and I started getting a lot of attention from it. Um, So my friends were just like, you also travel a lot. You know, why don't you start posting the places that you go to? That way you can share your experience with others. Um, So that's how I really got started doing it. So um, March of this year, 2022, uh, actually makes uh, two years um, that my food blog has been, um, you know, active and it it's been really rewarding so the biggest thing was you know just starting with the idea of oh my goodness it's a pandemic you know what mm-hmm. am I gonna do on my yeah. free time you know so it was it was mainly just that um and then also me just wanting to showcase my talents but also share my experience at other restaurants with other people you know since I travel a lot <laughs> yeah y'all she does go down I did when I when the pandemic hit I started making like food stuff and cooking, but I don't really cook that much. I like DoorDash or go mm-hmm. out to eat. But when when COVID hit, we had no choice but to be in the house and cook. So that's when I kind of started. Um, you know, posting food, but as of now, I just go to restaurants. I don't. I barely cook. I didn't even cook tonight. I ate out, so I don't cook. That's good that she kind of started. You know, grandmother passed, and that inspired you to share her recipes. Have you shared a lot of her recipes on your page? Um, I have shared a couple of her recipes, um, and honestly, probably my favorite recipe that I have from my grandmother is her mac and cheese recipe. Um, so I try not to eat so much soul food. Um, yeah, but, but what I have do to, have to look good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Like so, I try to not eat so much, you know, soul food sometimes. But when I do, I always make that uh, her mac and cheese recipe dish, and I kind of make it differently every time. 
Um, mm. I add, you know, multiple cheeses to it or, you know, add different things. I'll give it a little bit more flavor each time. But I stick yeah. to her standard recipe for that. And I feel like in the food blogging community, it's good to have a community of people. Like when I first started, mm-hmm. when I, why did I start my food blog? I was interning for my master's degree program in 2019. So all we did on my, um, like, shadowing, all we did was go out to eat. So I was like, you know what? I like taking pictures of food. So I just yeah. did it. And I didn't know anybody who had a food blog. So for me, it was just like I had to start. We all started from scratch. But, like, back then, it wasn't really, like, popping how it is now. So it was a lot harder back then. But it's like you took off it and you ran with it. And I'm very proud of you and excited that, you know, you're getting more followers and more brand deals and stuff like that because it's hard. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, with your food blog as well, um, I will say I was very inspired by your content um, and your consistency. And, you know, I've always kind of watched you and learned a lot of great things from you as well. You know, as black women, I feel like, you know, especially being in the you know events and, you know, food, um, you know, industry, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're overlooked and it's nice to have somebody you know, to look forward, you know, look forward to seeing and kind of, you know, supporting each other. And I, you know, really gained a network from it. Um, And essentially that's what life is about um, for me is just really, you know, building your network and making those connections with folks that you don't know. Yeah, because I tell people like your internet friends are like, it's crazy. Once you get started with talking to one person, it's like, you know, you're in the food blogging world for a few years and like, you're like, dang, you know, how's so-and-so doing? Or they'll slide up on your story. So you're that you haven't seen in real life. Hopefully I can see them in real life eventually, but it's definitely a big, strong black community in the food blogging world. And I'm happy that all of us support each other too, because it could be the other way around. But I feel like a lot of people aren't like that in our food blogging world. So I love that. For sure. Support is everything. And I think that's one thing um, that we do very well, for sure, as well. Yeah. So what are your plans or what stuff do you have or envision for your food blog in the future? Um, So for my food blog in the future, I am looking to... I'm kind of just rolling with it. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, I, so I do work in a corporate, a corporate marketing field. Um, but eventually on the side, I do want to own my own catering business. Um, so I do want to start, uh, doing some smaller private events, um, then eventually hire a team and really, really take off, um, with catering. But as far as, you know, cooking actual food myself, um, that is where the catering piece would come in. Um, and then for the, you know, restaurants that I travel to, I do a lot of travel for work and, you mm-hmm. know, personally. So just making those connections with folks who are within those cities um, has been very rewarding as well. So definitely catering is one of the main goals for my food. Um, and then just continue to connect with folks and uh, grow my network for the restaurants that I post. And I'll definitely be your first customer, period. If I if I can, <laughs> wherever you go, or if you have like a launch or something, that's so cool. Like, yes, you know, girl. I, I feel like in the food blogger world, we kind of think so small sometimes. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe you want like brand deals, but for you to like take your brand and make it a brand. I've seen people when I first started, you know, I don't know his name. I think he's a food blogger in Charleston or something like that. Oh, But yes. like he's in, you know what I'm talking about? Like when I first started, mm-hmm. he was starting. So it's crazy to see how big he's gotten. So I feel like 
all, you know, in the food blogging world. For me, I don't know. I just want to be able to travel more. Like with my job now, I can't technically travel because I'm on probationary period still. Okay. Back into like traveling for food and, you know, I don't know. When I go to restaurants, I'd be like, I got a food blog, but I eat the food first. That's the key. You have to eat the food first and then tell them after. Because I don't want yes. it to be like a fake. Mm-hmm. You tell people when I go out that I have a food blog. So I just want to travel more and yeah. Maybe For start sure. like making cookies or something. But right now, the yes. cookie business is not not available. Yes, I love your cookies. I love how versatile you are um, with all of your things you have going on. And, you know, when I go to restaurants too, sometimes, you know, how they'll like DM us and say, oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I'm a food blogger. I'm coming, whatever. Um, but a lot of times, one thing that you, you touched on is just, you know, it's about being honest when you're sharing your experience with others. Um, that's yeah. one thing that I've gotten better with because um, I can take a great photo, post it, post the hashtags and, you know, go about my day. But um, it's another thing when you're actually being honest and giving, you know, the consumer, you know, your real experience, quality. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you think about food, you're thinking about your customer service experience, the quality of the food, the atmosphere of the restaurant, all the things um, that I've started taking into consideration Rather than just saying, it was so good, y'all. Because let me tell you something. I had some bad experience. I don't know about you. But... When, and you know what? When the food's <laughs> not good, I don't post it. Right. Exactly. I just don't post it. I don't want to make the restaurant feel bad. Now, one time, I had a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. And the service was really bad. And they, can we do to make it right? I was like, you know, I didn't want to be rude. But I was like, nothing. Like, you know, I felt like it was a racing. And I just told them mm-hmm. they couldn't do anything. You know? So, if I don't like it... I'm not going to post it, but I post that bad review because I wanted people to know, like, if you went, then you would have poor customer service, whether it was based on race or not. That's what I felt. So for sure, I don't post it. I'm not lying. If it's not good, I am not going to post it. I don't even care if a company send me something and it's not good. I'm just not going to post it. So Right. Same with me. Same with me. And, and I've learned that it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay to be honest because your audience wants you to be honest. They want to hear the real deal they don't want to you see what I'm saying they want you to be honest so when they go and they have you know they may have a totally opposite experience of you than you Mm -hmm. um but it's just all about being honest because then not only are you marketing yourself and your brand but when you're honest you know you're marketing that restaurant you know that food truck that you know so it's 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 all marketing essentially to me (laughs) and I hate to say it but you kind of can tell when someone's lying uh, in a, in on food posts. You can kind of tell. Like, yes. say if you're a person who gets a bunch of brand things, like everything can't be good. Okay. Or every, you know, I'd be like, oh, something could have used some more salt or something like that. But I feel like you can kind of tell when people do it because they like to do it. And then you can tell when they're transitioning to, okay, they're sending me a bunch of free stuff and I just want to make money off of it. And uh-huh. I hate that when people lose, you know, why they started it. So that sucks. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. I just want people to be honest. That's one thing that I do a lot in my social media verbiage and messaging is just complete mm-hmm. honesty. <laughs> so how has your experience been trying to get like brand deals or um, sponsorships? Like, have this been easy for you or does it like, are you learning still or is it like companies just DM you or email you? Absolutely. Um. So uh, one big piece on, you know, brand deals is just me still kind of learning and developing. Um, so that's been, you know, really interesting. And one thing that I really haven't done 
Um, so I've tried to reach out to a lot of companies for like mile follower milestones. So for mm-hmm. example, when I hit 1K followers, I reached out to a few different restaurants and companies and, you know, went through the whole guidelines of, you know, what you had to do to, in order to partner and what they would be able to give away for a contest. Um, but for the most part, I've gotten a lot of my brand inquiries via email um, mm. and through my DM. So, you know, they'll shoot a DM and say, hey, we want to partner with you um, without hitting that email button on my profile. Uh, but for yeah. example, with Lowry Seasoning, you know, they are amazing and they're so in tune with the food blogger world. Um, and they actually sent that I just, you know, when I was posting, I was just tagging them in all my posts because I use Lowry's. I love Lowry's. And they, you know, ended up DMing me and emailing me like, hey, could we send you a box of seasoning? And then wrote me a personal note, um, you know, just saying how grateful they were that I, you know, choose Lowry's. And it that really just you know, warmed my heart because I was like, they're on a personal hand note. Yeah, um, you don't think they're noticing, but they do. I remember that because I think you had took the picture in like a greenery or something like that, right? Yes, yes. I remember was, that. I remember that. Yes, girl. I yeah. tried to take pictures outside, get that good light, you know, with the greenery, <laughs> portrait. Yeah. Girl, I had put the seasonings in the bush. To get you that did. Picture. I remember it now. <laughs> I think you showed the note too. I remember that. Yes. But it's crazy trying to get my perspective. It's it's not hard. It's not easy. It's like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They don't want to give you food. Like I, and even now I'll be like, oh, I'm going someplace when I would travel, and they'd be like, oh, but we can't give you a free meal. I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn how to, you know, get restaurants to like reach out to get a free meal. They'll send you a free product before they give you a free meal. So that's just my oh. experience with it. Absolutely. Um, But I can definitely say that, you know, getting brand deals, you know, is very challenging. Um, And I really hate to make things, you know, sometimes a race thing, but sometimes you Mm -hmm. have to really put yourself out there and and make them, you know, prove to them that you should, you want this deal and you want this partnership and you want to be sponsored. Sometimes, you know, as, as African-Americans, we have to, you know, try a little harder. um, If that, that makes sense. And it's, it's okay. Um, but you just have to make sure that they're seeing your talents and if they see what you're doing, they're going to invest that time. They're going to invest that free meal, that free product in you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I had to do like a media kit once for a brand, but when I did like the port skins, I think that was like the biggest one I ever had because they paid for me to go to a baseball. Um, I didn't go by the way. Sorry, company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it rained. It rained that day. I ended up going to the bar and had drinks or whatever, but raining, so I didn't go. But they actually reached out to me via email and like we saw your food blog. We're partnered with I think it was the Columbia something team. Um, so I just ended up going out there and making it like a staycation with my friend or whatever, and we had a good time. And they sent me the um, they had like a bunch of delays with the port skins. You said before when you get via emails, make sure they're not spam emails because some people be scamming now. Okay. So, you know, make sure it's legit because I've had that happen to me when I first started. But, um, okay. It's a lot of scamming going on. I don't know yeah, what's happening. Yeah. It's a lot of scamming with the emails. But I usually get emails from like the same, it's the same lady. I think she's in the South Carolina, North Carolina region. Um, 
but they'll reach out to you. They'll, you know, and of course, when you work with the company more than once, that's good. But I always tell people, make sure you send them like a thank you email or via DM, just showing appreciation because, you know, you never know who knows somebody and they may recommend you to somebody else. It's happened to me in the past. So always be thankful and grateful um, for that. So I definitely love getting the free products. I love it. Absolutely. Especially, you do especially the wine. Oh, yes. Yes. I, you do a great job with deliverables, too. Thank um, you so much. For sure. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been following you for a while. Um, you're one of my first foodie friends, you know? I know. So. <laughs> I have a few. I have a few that I first started. I'd be like, Dad, y'all remember when I first started? I think the hardest part for me is the consistency with, like, my career change. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's very demanding. Some days I don't get off at 7.30 and I'm like, I just want to go home, order some food. But I think I have to get out of that and get kind of back on track to, okay, this is my hobby. I like to do it. Mm-hmm. But it gets hard trying to be consistent and have your life outside of it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's hard sometimes. It's hard. 100%. I definitely agree with that for sure. So how do you feel about the algorithm and follower account? I feel like I've been at 2K. And I, I try to get it up, but mm-hmm. at this point, I don't even be caring. <laughs> exactly. Um, and one thing that I've noticed is, you know, I've stopped paying attention to my followers, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, because some weeks, honestly, like, girl, I am just so busy with work and so drained. I don't post at all. I may do a few stories. Um yeah. And I love the engagement groups because those are very, very, very great for us to keep up with each other. Um, Of course, it can get overwhelming at times, but I love those because we're able to share with each other. But as far as, you know, the followers, like, you know, at one point I had 200 followers and I was like, oh, I am never going to, you know, reach, you know, thousands and thousands of followers. But at that point, I just wanted to push my content out. You know, mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll, you know, type my captions, you know, like days ahead. And that way, first thing when I wake up, I can go ahead and push that post out. Um, but I feel like with Instagram, you know, and, you know, you gain followers even when you're not posting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the greatest thing. And the power of the hashtag is everything. But as far as followers, like I'm, you know, I'm not even it used to be a big deal to me. You know, in the beginning, when we first started, we're like, oh, my gosh, thank you for 100. Thank you for 500. Thank you for mm-hmm. 800. But now it's, it's now for me, it's not about the, the algorithm of followers. It's about sharing my experience and make sure, making sure that I'm heard um, through my experiences. So followers. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm like, it is what it is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and I take that from you, too. I see you post more on Instagram stories. So now I've been trying to like post at least every day. Because, you know, that's engagement, too, when people mm-hmm. see you post. And I think you can get, can you get paid from posts? You can get paid from reels. I know you can get paid from reels. Reels. Mm-hmm. But yep. but I don't think you can get paid. I think you can get paid from stories, too. I got to find that. I saw it on TikTok a while back. But it depends on, like, your follower account, of course. But I don't really look at, I don't really look at the numbers anymore. I feel like, you know, if it's 2K or 10K, they still going to like the picture. They still going to like the post. So it don't really matter. Exactly, exactly. Like, I might do a little giveaway for my 2K. I'm creeping up on 2K over here. But yes. it's, really not that big a, it's really not that big a deal to me, uh, you know, a big of a deal to me like it was in the past when I first started. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I'm two years in, 
And I'm like, uh, it is what it is. I love I love my food blog. That's my baby. <laughs> yeah, it's an outlet that we all, you know, everyone should find their own outlet. I feel like I'm a multiple person outlet from my cookies mm-hmm. to my podcast to my food blog. I do yoga. So I have like a lot of outlets I have outside of my food blog. Um, but how do you feel about the real versus Instagram pic? Because when we first started, it was no, it was just like video. So nope. how do you feel about reels? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like reels? Do you prefer, like, what do you like? So personally, I love reels. Um, what? Ew, I love I reels. Like I love reels, but I, I hate, okay. See, I can record a video of my plate in a second. But with, mm-hmm. with reels, you know, it's similar to TikTok where you have to pause, edit, record, mm-hmm. and do all the things and compile all that stuff together. Um, so I like them for for the sake of, you know, getting stuff out there, getting, you know, using them, picking your own sound, your own music, and really figuring out what sound goes with that dish. or Because I use them usually, typically when I cook. Um, I've only done mm. a couple at actual restaurants, so I like them for that aspect. But let me tell you something: if I'm making some shrimp and grits, there, if I'm recording the reel while making the shrimp and grits, girl, that thing gonna take two hours to record. But the shrimp yeah, and grits, that's why take, I, like, I, you know, <laughs> that's why I found like with reels, like <laughs> you can post a reel from two weeks ago and it'll blow up this week. Like it's it's strange. I think it's depending on the audio you use too. But Reels mm-hmm. is kind of like a slower process of getting the likes. But when you get it, it's like, dang, like, it's like, are these bots? It's like back yep. to back to back. So I like Reels. I think that it's picking the music. Like, I don't want to sure. pick like a trending song. I want to pick something I like. So now I just okay. use instrumentals. Yeah, I just yes. use instrumentals. So but yeah, oh, Reels see, I like- are mm-hmm. definitely big now. Definitely. See, I like to pick a song that I like too. Like, I like the smooth R and B. I'm like, listen, Period. I'm, pouring some, I'm pouring some syrup on these on these waffles. I'm gonna get some Erica Badu, okay? Like, yeah, yeah. Some people are so into it, like they have to strategically pick what type of sound they use, the mm-hmm. editing. And I'm just like, I'm just gonna post me in Walmart with these pumpkin <laughs> stuff, and I'm gonna put some music over it, and y'all gonna like it or you love it. It is okay. Okay. So yeah. I think the best thing is being your authentic self and not trying to be like anybody else in the food blogging world because if you do you're pretty much going to lose yourself in it and it's not going to be fun anymore absolutely and something that works for you you know just it might not work for somebody else or you know something that worked for somebody else you know you may try to do it and it just it just doesn't work you know and it's okay because you have to find your own path and that's kind of one thing that I've learned is just you know I get you know, we get, you know, messages all day from, you know, the groups that we're in and stuff. And mm-hmm. I love learning and seeing what other people are doing. But also, you know, one thing with me is I kind of put my own twist on it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I make sure that, you know, every dish that I cook, Michaela is in that dish. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you bring yourself. Mm-hmm, every video that I make, I make sure that I, you know, oh, I like the way they did that transition or that edit. I make sure I try to incorporate that, but put my own like swang on it, you know? Yeah, because if not, you're not being yourself. Absolutely, 100%. (laughs) So we're going to end it with some fun little kitchen questions. Um, I only have like three questions. So what is your favorite kitchen gadget or tool that you can't live without? Oh, um, I have so many. (sighs) 
I, can I just name one or can I name a few? You can name a few. <laughs> okay, so number one, a cutting board. Um, mm. Because I'm always, I love fresh vegetables. Um, so I love incorporating fresh vegetables in my dishes. Um, so I'm always, you know, I feel like I'm always cutting up something. Every time I cook, I'm always cutting up vegetable or something. Um, I love a good knife set too. But my mm-hmm. favorite has to be my uh, air fryer. One hundred for sure. Yeah, air fryer is the new George Foreman grill. I'm okay. telling you, like, period. I would yes. say mine is air fryer in a way, making stuff. So, yeah. oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Your your oh my gosh, your cookies and everything look amazing. I have to. My friend's getting married, and he can ship him some cookies next week, and then <laughs> I'm shipping out one of my. Right. Um, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she likes them, so I'm shipping her some out. So I guess people are kind of, you know, creeping back in. So I told my friends and family, since the weather's cooling down, I can actually ship them and not have to put. If you want some cookies, I may ship them to you. My favorite to make is real velvet. So if you like real velvet, I can ship you some cookies. Um, I'll ship some to you. Okay, perfect. I will look out for those. When you send Charity her package, make sure you um (laughs) definitely do that. That'll be next week. But they like the banana pudding one. Okay, Okay. so next question. This is a deep one. What would you like to eat for your last meal and with whom? You could pick any guest you want dying with you, dead or alive. Um, For my last meal, I love I love brunch and I love sweets. Um, so for my last meal, I would like to eat uh, some red velvet chicken and waffles with some nice deep fried crispy chicken. That's well seasoned. That's well seasoned <laughs> um, with some mac and cheese. And I would love to dine with my grandmother, um, the one that passed away in 2020. So I would love to dine with her again and just hear her talk and it's so funny uh you say you know lion sister because my grandmother you know i'm a part of alpha kappa alpha but my grandmother was a part of delta sigma theta um so that was a very interesting um you know duo Uh, but my best friend is also a delta as well um i just love you know that energy that my grandmother had i really missed that and my best friend kind of stepped in um with the same energy as my grandmother's, so I love it. Yeah, you definitely have to have somebody in your corner once to grief. You know, mm-hmm. I have experienced it unexpectedly, so I definitely want to have my dad with me for my last meal. I don't know what, because he didn't really like my cooking, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess he would go out to eat wherever he want to eat or whatever, but yeah, he would be my um, person I would eat my last meal with, too. So, okay. the final question do you prefer savory or sweet dishes i know you just mentioned you like brunch and like sweet food so do you like savory or sweet definitely sweet um which is really 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 hard for me because i have to like cut myself back um Mm. so for example when i make those sweet sweet you know brunch dishes um you know sometimes i'll be putting making like icing and all the things and i'm like all right now you Girl, like you getting older now, you can't be eating all this sweet stuff. Uh, um, but as far as definitely savory, savory versus sweet, I would say sweet for sure. I'm a savory type girl. I don't really 
Well, I like French toast, but like mm-hmm. I don't really eat sweets. Like I'm not a type of person like, oh, I want me some candy. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the last time I ate candy. I don't really, I'm not a sweets type person. So I'm more of a savory type. Okay. Almost like sweet, salty type. So that's the type of food I like. Okay. Sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. Oh. So to end this, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I want you to pretty much what advice would you give an up-and-coming food blogger? Um, and I'll give my advice too, but what advice would you give a new food blogger? Um, yeah. To a new food blogger, I would tell them to, you know, really, really, you know, figure out, you know, your why behind what you're doing. Um, and then number one. Number two, stay consistent. And, you know, really be consistent with your posts, be consistent with your, your engagement. Um, and number three, grow your network. Like, share your experience mm-hmm. with others. Tell people, you know, the things that you're doing. Because you never know. Having a small conversation with somebody about a food blog you want to start or any type of podcast or anything, you never know where it could take you. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're we're afraid because we want to try new things. Um, but to a food blogger, I would say, you know, know your goals, set the tone, stay consistent, and then just network, network, network. And I like that. I feel like that's some good advice that you gave for sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My advice would be um, some people say like post every day. I don't think I post every day, but don't post every day, but get yourself yeah. on a schedule. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I have a schedule. I think I'm, su- keyword, supposed to post every Sunday, but I didn't last a few Sundays back. But I'm going to do it this Sunday. But definitely have a schedule and just be your authentic self. Don't get discouraged if you don't feel like you're growing. Right. Um, it's going to come. And definitely put yourself out there. So, like she said, network. Um, definitely leave comments under people's posts and be mm-hmm. engagement. I think the number one thing is when people comment, Try to comment back in a reasonable time because, ironically, when you do that, it actually boosts up your um, engagement and lets more people know to look at your post. So, yep, definitely, you know, comment and just have fun. Don't take it so seriously. It's it's your outlet, so you can do whatever you want. So that's my advice to any new food bloggers. I think that's really that's what very well said, girl. That is thank that, you so much. You hit it spot on, sis. Yes, <laughs> I thank you for being on the food blog. I think I'll be in Charlotte in November. Maybe we can go out to lunch or something like that. I'll let you know. But I really appreciate you being on my food blog. And I always appreciate your support that you do for my cookie business, my podcast, and blog. So you are greatly appreciated. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Same to you. You are greatly appreciated. Um, It has been an absolute pleasure to um, be able to speak with you and have this opportunity. And let's just... You know, keep eating together, girl. <laughs> Ain't any more weight for me. But Ooh, you take <laughs> yeah. But you take care and I hope you have a good remaining work week and a good weekend and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Have a good one. Thank you. you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye.